Max White, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. We're live. Does it sound weird still? No. Doesn't sound weird. It sounds good. We're live here, Max White Presents, with professional skateboarder David Cato. What's going on? Do you like that title? (laughs) Sounds kind of funny. (laughs) You don't like the book? What we prefer, professional rollerblader? How's it go? That would be cooler. I know it would be cool. Do you think there's still people that get paid to rollerblade? That's good. No, are there? It's a question. Are there? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. No, you don't think so? I don't know. At the height of rollerblading, was it more than the height of skateboarding for the pay? Damn, I don't, I don't know enough about rollerblading. What do you think? How yeah, many pairs of rollerblades can you sell? <laughs> you get board sales for boards. Yeah, do you think they get do like you get a, a pro rollerblade or something? If you, oh yeah, they don't get a shoe deal either because they don't get to wear shoes. Because <laughs> you don't wear. I never even thought about that. Yeah, what do they make their money off of being a pro? What What do they selling sell? ecstasy? <laughs> <laughs> and like blonde hair dye. That would be sweet. Frosted. Hair. Uh, so we're here in Brooklyn. We're here at Tenor Trap, uh, the world famous Tenor Trap. Do you like the smell of this place? You've been here before. Yeah. Not in the podcast. Yeah, community. I like yeah. the smell of. In the winter, it's a lot more docile smell. I've noticed. Like in the in the heat of the summer and the day here, mm-hmm. it smells like a really good bar where lots of dads' dreams have been ruined, etc. <laughs> How long have you been living in New York? Um, for twelve years now. T- tell me about like the day you moved here and how. Why did you come to New York? Um. I came here, I'd been living in San Francisco for a little bit, and then decided I was going to go back to Cincinnati. So flew back to Cincinnati, I was there for a week. After about a week of being there, my friend Fat Nick, that owned Anonymous Skate Shop, and some other people were doing a trip to come up here to meet up with uh, like Jerry Mraz, Jeff Ricker, like a bunch of friends of mine from uh, Michigan. That had just moved into the loft space in Brooklyn in Greenpoint. Loft so we space. Just, yeah, loft space. <laughs> <laughs> Dobbin block, known formerly as Dobbin. Yeah. So we just came up here to visit them. We had like, there was like fucking 10 or 12 of us from Cincinnati that all came up here just for the weekend, just to skate. How does the big group that big travel? Van or just different cars? A couple different cars. I okay. think we had like three different cars. Okay. Cool, and then you came to New York, and then what Yeah, we came here, skated all weekend, whatever, partied all weekend. It was super fun. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, and like Jerry and everybody, Jeff, Frank Houser, I was like, yeah, you can just, you can stay for a little longer. And I was like, all right, cool. And another friend of mine was like, I'm coming up in two weeks for a wedding. I'll give you a ride back. Was that Joel Blazer? Yeah, Joel Blazer. Yeah. I love Joel Blazer. (laughs) Cincinnati's own. But, uh, yeah, but he ended up not coming up after <laughs> the two weeks. I don't know what happened with the wedding or anything. So then I was just stuck up here. So and I had no money. I wasn't like, I didn't have a job in San Francisco. When I came back to Cincinnati, I was only there for a week. I didn't have a job, obviously. And when I got up here, didn't have a job either. I was just, I was getting boards from Deluxe at the time, from Rasa Libre. Oh, wow. And, Good uh, graphics. Oh yeah, good. They were like easy. the boards were easy to sell. Yeah, is it Reese Forbes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's all I fucking had to live and off would, of. How much so. did you sell those boards to? Uh, or how much did you sell them for? Like twenty bucks. Yeah, you couldn't really get more than twenty-five bucks. And then you know we get like it would live off of. 
like 80, 90 bucks a month from, you know, maybe selling a pair of wheels or something and, so, and selling a couple boards and, and so keeping two to skate. Damn. So you're, 12 years later, you're actually still waiting on Joel Blazer to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just show up one day and David, it's time to go home. And then I guess I go. Like, finally, and man. 12 years later, then what? So what was it like a shift when you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to live in New York now? Like, what was your first uh, job you got? Oh, my God. So it many? was a terrible one. What no, no, it was just funny. It was at a, uh, it was at Abercrombie and Fitch. Fuck you! Really? <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Doing overnight stock. Okay, but you weren't like the guy with the shirt off. No, no, okay, no. Yeah. They didn't let us scrubs be in there with our shirts off. <laughs> no dirt to Abercrombie. The day. No, dude. bunch of Cincinnati yokels. <laughs> no, they did not. Well, it was fucking like I worked there, Frank House. Uh, who else? My friend Dunham that used to live out here, and my friend Turtle. I can't believe all that. were and, and like I didn't have a cell phone when I came up here yeah. twelve years. Like still didn't have a cell phone. I don't think like that. I think Frank House was the only one that had a cell phone, so we were all out skating <laughs> after we had went to like this big group interview because we just heard like I, I knew from people in San Francisco that it was like an easy job to get yeah for skaters, and you could just. If you you could just not show up and they wouldn't fire you, that's so it amazing. Was kinda... What like skateboarders look for in a potential <laughs> yeah. job? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you can show yeah. up high and you won't yeah, get you fired. Show up high, yeah, you can fuck it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it was perfect. You kind of make your own schedule. But so, so we all went in for the big group interview and then waiting for the call back. They call the one phone. They call Frank House's phone, like, yeah, you're hired. And we're like, what about us? What about us? <laughs> He's like, oh, are my friends hired too? And they're like, yeah, yeah, all those other guys you came with, yeah, they're hired too. <laughs> so they're like, cool, yeah, we got jobs. Oh, like, but then you would go in at like 8, 9 o'clock at night. We're in the city. In downtown, in that in that one oh, right wow. in the financial district. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you'd go in at like 9 o'clock, which made it hard to go to work every day because you'd wake up, go out, skate. And then after you get done skating, everybody be like, oh, there's this thing going on, and we're going to this party. And you're like, fuck, I don't want to go sit in this place and fold clothes right oh, now. Like, and you've so got, like, just, scabs and blood all over the clothes from yeah, skating. Yeah, and you just don't. And my friend uh, Earthman, yeah. he, had, he was on some website back then that always had, it was like openbar.com. So every night he would go on there and have like two or three open bars. It would start at like so nine or ten. New York City, so free, yeah, free around bars. the city. So it'd be just free what? bars. So you'd be like, oh, I got this one, I got this one, I got this one. And it'd be like, fuck, I can go drink for free. I'm broke, but I can just go drink for free. And then we'd of course be those dickheads in there drinking free beers, not tipping back then. <laughs> which like all my friends who are bartenders now hate those people, and they're yeah. like fucking skaters. I'm like, oh well. We used to do that shit. We used to be those people the all the struggle time. was real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so then that, like, hardly even go in there and work. But when we did, it was like a weird situation in there, the overnight stock at Abercrombie and Fitch. Like what, like what, you just have to fold clothes and, like, restock up the shelves that people yeah, shop at? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was like, uh, so it would be, out of, like, we would work upstairs. Like, they would have, it was like... It was like racially separated, like the what? Chinese, like people from Chinatown, the Chinese, like not by, not that they, that Abercrombie did it, but I think it was just kind of like how people paired off. Like the, the, like Chinese people would do the downstairs, like fold up all the clothes down there 
and then upstairs in like the the upstairs room and the back stock room would be like all the black and Spanish people. And uh, and we were the only white dudes that worked there. Oh wow! Just- besides the uh, management, and so in the the dude that was our manager, the stock manager, this dude Moose, he was like, "What's up, uh, Moose? <laughs> Moose is rad, man. He was like a big <laughs> ass dude." Uh, I don't know. He he would just call us like we were just the white dudes. He would like call. We were the like, white dudes with one phone. <laughs> yeah, the white dudes. Yeah, and he would call like. Uh, I guess I think a friend Turtle, whose name is Chris, had a phone, and he would like call, or he would call James and leave a message. He'd be like, "Yo, I need all y'all white dudes in here tonight." <laughs> uh, Cato, uh, Dunham, Frank House, Chris, Turtle. We'd be like, God damn it, Chris is turtle. He still doesn't know. Every time he was like, there's four of us, not five. He's still saying fucking Chris and turtle. Uh, Chris, turtle. <laughs> How long did that go for? How long did you keep the job at Abercrombie? Uh, probably like, I don't know. F- shit, hard to say. How many promotions? Four or five months. No, for <laughs> months. We would go in every day and be like, all right, how long can we go without working? Because it was just such a yeah. mess in there, you know? It's like the managers there were just like kids going to pace. Like they weren't, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. That's you could just funny. go. There was like this big stack of sweatshirts in the back stock room. We would just go, like, have one person look out and the other person would sleep. Or we'd go down to this other room that, like, little hangar room they just stored all the hangers for clothes and you could hide out down there damn like, all right made it like two hours without doing that's, shit. that's smart just because like fuck them you know it's yeah like, it's, it's abercrombie what did they pay how much an hour do you remember i think it was 10 bucks an hour it's not bad yeah it was fine yeah. man it worked yeah and then you was, left there on the bigger bigger and better things or yeah what? oh way bigger and better things where <laughs> it worked at american apparel jesus christ what's up with you how was that? Well, because it's like, what fucking dirt job is a skater going to get? Like, True. no college degree, just fucking whatever, you know? Oh, yeah, I washed dishes in Cincinnati. Like, what the fuck? What am I, what kind of, and I worked at a skate shop, you know? Uh, see, I grew, I've had a job at a skate shop since I was 12, and it prepares you for almost nothing in the world other than dealing with assholes. Yeah. I'm really good at that, but, I, you know, there's not much math that goes along but with it. But just working in, people don't even believe you that you're good at dealing with assholes, uh, assholes from working at a skate shop, they, unless they know. Because they're most assholes don't know and they about need to it. deal with them. Yeah, they it's do, fucking they, bullshit. They don't yeah. know how hard it is to grip a board. Uh, yeah, they with don't like know about people. these struggles. <laughs> they don't know this fucking struggle. <laughs> they don't know about telling them what type of independent trucks to buy. Yeah. And then calling them pussies for buying ventures or something. They don't know. They don't understand. Yeah. So you have American Apparel. And then what? So you just odd jobs each and every just all while still living on Dobbin, right? Yeah, while still living on Dobbin. Never right. left the Dobbin. Oh, no, I left. Oh, that's right, because you summer with, like, you'll get a girlfriend. Yeah, like, move out with girlfriends, yeah. <laughs> and when I first moved here, that's what you explained to me. You're like, oh, yeah, everyone just settles down, gets a girlfriend, moves away, and then comes back to Dobbin. <laughs> it's like Dobbin is like the mom and dad. It is pretty. <laughs> you go out on your own, and then you make a fool of yourself or get your just self-esteem shot up. And then you come home to the, the little house on the hill. Yeah. No yeah, hill. Right, just like, I knew you'd be back. Yeah, punch that, <laughs> punch that entry code in. You're not going anywhere, though. So did anybody who, everyone's for the most part still here that you came with, right? Well, Earthman's gone. He's back in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, yeah. I think everybody is still. Wow. And then, so, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, like, what the reason you came here was just for skating, obviously. Then. So what got you into skateboarding originally? Back in Cincinnati, oh, where you're uh, from? Uh, my older brother was skating. It was like, uh, I guess... 
he got into it in maybe like 87. Okay. Because it was actually kind of big then in the 80s yeah, for a little started. bit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, like it was like maybe that one summer. And then by like that next summer, by 88, nobody did it anymore. Yeah, it was like put back on the shelves for the hula hoops. Yeah, it was weird. But my older brother like still skated. Like he just stuck with it, like still was down for it. So like we got all these videos from like his friends that were like, I don't skate anymore. I want to play baseball. Like, yeah, right, right, like, yeah right, like skating to... One of his friends' house, like, we got, the dude gave us public domain, Sick. you know, Bones 4, Savannah oh. Slamma, and Ohio Skate Out. People. And, a, and a launch ramp. Damn, you got a video with a take-home launch ramp. Yeah. It's like the best 80s but the, but, the, but the launch ramp ended up fucking getting thrown in a dumpster because we put it like a, a launch ramp to wall ride at the Walgreens and some fucking prick came out. I guess I you know what? I think about that now and I'm like, man, I would fucking kill that guy. Now. Like no, this just kid, happened like, this to guy you. Fucking, dude, like, so you put a fucking ramp by a by a, a dumpster and it got thrown out. No, now, no, no. The guy came out and was like, we're just like young and he's like, this dude was probably only this guy was probably like twenty something, uh, you know? And I haven't really thought about it, you know. But fucking, like back then it's like just whatever grown up as a grown up I'm like eight, nine. What's your word for those guys? Tommy Touch Whistle? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Touch Whistle. This guy wasn't Touch Whistle. No, but that's simple. Because that was, how old were you? And like tossed it, tossed it in a trash compactor, you know? And you were what, eight was, or nine? Yeah, I was probably like eight or and nine. And then my brother's like, like 11, maybe 12 or something, you know? We're like, what the fuck? How is he going to do this? <laughs> he took the ramp and I remember the, the trash compactor. Not even adults. It. Young adults' capacity to make young kids' fun go away is it's inconceivable. I remember being put in the back of a squad car pulled out of my class because this like 20 year old something cop where i'm from there was trampled flowers by the spot we always skate and she thought it was okay to come into my school and arrest me when i was like 11 and bring me out of class and Wait, like when it's insane what they do but i was thinking because you said the time like touched, the next day after it would yeah like it was completely they're like i bet i know who it is no and then like my parents had to come in and my mom is like i remember my mom and dad being, are, you, are you kidding me like those are trampled flowers it's a high traffic area and i'm not saying we but my mom was probably like max could never ollie that calf <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my kid ollie it's awful no but like because uh, so you had that guy that threw away your lawn tramp and then decades later you just had a Tommy touch whistle with a guy in front of David. Oh my god! Explain what happened there. So Look, that you're getting fucking... visibly pissed talking about this, but I was there for it. It was amazing. <laughs> and leave out what the guy did, so he can't pin it on us. <laughs> leave out what he did. I mean, leave out who he was and what oh, he did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just fuck that guy. I don't even care. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, well, I, he's already yeah, out of business. Well, see, is well, no, he's still there, but still, oh, but I'm, I'm saying about- like, no, 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 it's still, it's still there, but um, but yeah, I guess that is nice because yeah, it's kind of redeeming of not like saying shit being a little kid, but yeah. like this time, I just like you know tell okay. the guy like, so, hey, you fucked up, like it, you, you, you can't. <laughs> Here's what like, happened. What the there fuck was a, a pole jam, which is like a, a bent pole that skateboarders skate. That we were all skating. It was fine. And it was basically, originally, what was it? Like a, a some type of traffic it was, pole? It was a, a gas marker for Con Ed. Yeah. So it marks where the gas line is uh, if they need to dig up the street. Completely inconsequential. No one's using it. It's not in the way. It's nowhere near. And they actually made it so after you skate it, you could like put it back to where it was originally, not hurting anybody. But one day we went out there and it was just fucking gone. And this time no, 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 it wasn't gone. Is it, I, I was skating it with Valenti. He okay. was filming. I was trying the trick, and the guy came over, and I was like, 
back, you know, like getting my run up to do the trick. And he comes over and I see him talking to John, but I can't hear what he's saying. And I just figured he was just like, oh, well, you know, what are you guys filming? Oh, that's cool. You know, whatever. Went up, tried it again. Went over to John. I was like, what'd that guy say? And he was like, oh, he said, you can't, you can't do that here because if you get hurt, you're going to sue him and then he'll lose his business. I was like, what the fuck? This is not even. I was like, this guy just moved on to the fucking block. Like, and it's I've like. Been skating to him for like 12 a, years. You can't. And it's on the corner. Yeah. It's like two, it's like a hundred feet away from his business. Yeah, for sure. Like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? And so whatever, I was still trying the trick. I didn't say anything, you know, like I, I was like, I'll, I'll talk to him afterwards. I was like, I'm like, stay away from John. I'm like, I'll fucking kill that guy. Like, <laughs> fuck that guy. Like John talked him out of it. Like, no, nah, it's fine, man. He's lived here for a while. Like, don't worry about it. And he did eventually walk away, but he was not happy. So whatever, keep trying the trick. Finally do it. Me and John leave. I came back later that night and that's when the fucking thing was gone. And I didn't Damn. see where the guy came out of it. And I was like, what the fuck? It was definitely this guy that took it out. It's so like the next day I got out of work and I was like, all right, I got to go have a talk with this guy. <laughs> I didn't know which office, which building he came out of. <laughs> I went into the, I went into this one office. It was like, uh, I don't know. It's like some fucking architecture firm or something. I don't know. They're like, whatever, just like an office. It's just a bunch of office people at a big desk. And I went in there and I was, I tried to be nice about it. Yeah. I was like, Hey, I was out here skating yesterday and, uh, somebody came out. I don't know if it was one of you guys. Somebody came out and told my friend I was filming with that. Uh, we couldn't be doing that here because if we got hurt, we were going to sue you guys. I was like, was that any of you? And they're like, no, 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 it wasn't any of us. I like, got kind of nervous. They and I was fucking like, knew you had fire in your eyes. <laughs> but Kato, you're pretty be, laid back, but you were revved up. <laughs> be nice because I was like, I didn't know. And it wasn't any of them. They're like, maybe it was a guy next door. I went next door and like, and, uh, you know, once I saw the guy, I was like, oh, yeah, that's him. And then just basically had a, like a little like i tried to be nice about it at first but the guy got really defensive like well i'm trying to run a business here and i'm like dude you're being you're overreacting to it nobody's suing anybody is way the fuck down there i was like and now you got involved in business that you shouldn't have been involved in like why would you go through all the trouble of taking that out it doesn't really matter it's already been there for a month but he would not back down <laughs> <laughs> Typical Tommy touch with Yeah, yeah. But at least I got to tell him to fuck off, and I still occasionally harass him from time to time. <laughs> I just remember for like three days straight skating flat in front of his business. <laughs> and then every time he would look up, just staring at him, like, what's going on? Tommy touch whistles in the way. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen that? This is the neighborhood change, obviously, from like, because when you guys first moved here, it was industrial wasteland, right? Yeah. There's nothing going on. And now it's like pop up fucking dog shops. And yeah, other weird stuff, or pop up shop. Tommy Touch Whistle, whatever the fuck this guy does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like the bakery that used to be there. I mean, we would fucking skate outside on the flag ground all time, all the time. Nobody ever said anything. The metal shop that's right there. Nobody ever Those says anything. Cool. Yeah, and like nobody gave a fuck about what other people were doing. But now you do get like those type of people that are. Concerned citizens, pretty much. In fucking know? Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, yeah, where it used to not... Yeah, like yeah. the concerned citizens have invaded. Why are you doing... You shouldn't be doing that. Oh like, fucking... They're, they're taking down the quality of life out they're here, you Taking know? the Wild Wild West and turning it into a fucking strip mall. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. That's depressing. kind of like... Like, regardless of making it more expensive, it's like, damn, you're ruining, like, a cool lifestyle that people used to live in New York. You it, know what I mean? Like, it's amazing people that are like... 
we want to live in a city that's like progressive and you know fast and dangerous, but then we want to make it safe and everybody complain about skateboarders on the block. Yeah. Like, why, why, why? Why? Or why? noise, or like, or people partying, or yeah. <laughs> All they want to do is walk around with their dogs that have lived too long. Have you seen those those old dogs around Brooklyn that have, they should have been put to sleep like five years ago? There's one that's always by your block that the, the girl's literally dragging. And because it's cute, it probably gets a lot of Instagram likes. She yeah. keeps it alive, but it's like, please. And it's probably fed so well. Oh, I'm sure, but the dog just looks like, please kill me. Like, I'm, I'm done. I, I was done five years ago. But my mom, like, the owner has enough money to, like, pump it full of stem cells to keep it biologically alive, just not happy. Dog. Like, that, that dog can't even wag its tongue, let alone its tail. Like, it's not happy. I was projecting. I was pretty mad at that. This <laughs> is one dog I always see. I'm really depressed about so then what else have you seen so then you still travel a lot for skateboarding uh not too much this past year but i was a bit because you guys would go all over right because you've been to did you guys do spain or what was the trip of germany that you went to oh i went to uh that was with my friend 80s joe and uh, a couple other people like it was us the whole time but like a couple of other people came in and out throughout the trip but uh yeah, that was the first time I'd been to Europe. We did we did Germany, or we did like the city. We did Berlin, did Prague, Zurich, Barcelona, and Paris. What do you think of Europe? You like it? Yeah, shocking. Yeah, better, different. What's what's your thoughts on it? Could you live over there? Yeah, fuck yeah, I could live over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone says no. People say no, but they're like the people that would complain about you skateboarding on their block. Oh, like, yeah. what is it about there? You think that's different than here? That's better. Uh, I mean, just the way of life, kind of the way it is. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I mean, we I was in places for like two weeks or like a week at a time, you know. Yeah. And so it was like kind of, it's, it's you know it's hard to judge a place for like true about about it, like that much just for being there for like a week or two weeks as a tourist. That's but um, I don't know. I mean, just another place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, a, <laughs> yeah, just You just place. finished up because we were set the premiere. When was the premiere for the Politech video? Mm. When was that? Fucking uh, October? <laughs> September. Was it? Has, end really? of September? Or was it end of October? End of September, I think. Jesus. Time yeah. flies here. I've been here a year, and it feels like it's been like five. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. Wait, wait. No, yeah. wait, you've been here. A year. It feels like a, a week. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. so it feels, I'm just old and have a beard now. You're I'm not just, that old yet. Yeah. Or wait. Uh, no, you do feel old. Feel, ah, fuck. We're not good at this. We're going to fail miserably at this men's game For later. sure. We're going to do so bad at it. <laughs> so what have you seen, though, like the major changes in like skateboarding? Have you seen a lot more people move to New York than we used to be here? In terms uh, of people coming here to people film? Skating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Was that getting in the way? Nah, I think it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it really fucks anything up. Pretty diplomatic about it. Yeah, I mean, New York wasn't ever really that much of a bust for skating, it seems like. I mean, unless you go to, like, Midtown, Downtown, you know. Yeah. But, like, just skating around and, like, whatever, going into projects, skating, just skating little spots, you know, you can kind of get away with it a lot, so. Is it... Know. It's probably the only place in the States where you can get away with so much here. That's the one thing I like when people first come skate here, they can't believe that like cops don't give a shit. Yeah. That you can, yeah. That you're skating in the middle of the road and yeah, yeah, that is, it's not even like a, we will deal with you later. It's a complete, we don't give a shit. Yeah. You nerd on a skate. You go to other cities and they're like, 
like even in Cincinnati or I was in where was I in Chattanooga and like we were tried to skate some spot and the cops like come up and they're like you guys can't skate here and you can't skate anywhere in the downtown that's <laughs> so was, pretty much just get kicked out of the downtown and then they follow you back to your car to make sure <laughs> it's like damn you put all that effort into it I know meanwhile, you forget about it living out here yeah. how fucking backwards and how bad it is like or how ridiculous it is in other places when I lived in Cincinnati I used to carry a copy of that code 506-3 is that it is yeah. that the one that yeah, showed that that's you, cause you it. could skate yeah. between 3rd and 8th or what was it vine what was the law oh, like, it had that stipulation no it? yeah there was one on there that had it, it actually identified the streets you were able to skateboard on and weren't because it was a carriageway it was like some obscene loophole that I, like, yeah. I, I printed out and i hand it to a cop and the cop told me he's like go fuck yourself like to my face <laughs> hey, no, go fuck yourself actually <laughs> leave fat boy <laughs> i remember it being written like you could skate on a sidewalk if there was grass abutting the sidewalk. Oh, wow. But if grass wasn't abutting the sidewalk, you'd have to pick your board up. So if you skated by somebody's house and the lawn was up to it, you could skate that patch. But then once you got to their driveway and there wasn't grass abutting the sidewalk, you'd have to pick your board up. And like, then you could throw it back down for the next oh, one and so on. Like, that's seriously how it was the written. Fact that somebody, that's probably with the carriageway thing. Why yeah, that was like a weird little it was like, stipulation. I, I want to say it was like it. up to 8th Street as far as like Viner Elm and then all the way down. Because I lived on Broadway. All the way to Broadway. And uh, it was really weird, but none of the cops knew about it. But I used to carry it around. I remember I gave, I gave a copy to like Jap. I'm like, yeah, whip it out. You see her though. But generally when cops go to bust you, you pull literature out. They're like, just fucking leave. Like, I'm going to shoot you in your face, you dumb fucking kid. Like, do you know what I deal with down here? <laughs> but um, how, so you're from Cincinnati originally. Mm-hmm. And then where did you go from Cincinnati? SF? Yeah, kind of. Made a couple of piss poor attempts to move out there. What? Describe more. What's a piss poor attempt at moving somewhere? Just fucking. Couldn't get hired at Abercrombie? <laughs> I almost did work at uh, at Apple Combi, yeah. which is what <laughs> What's Apple Combi. That's what it was commonly referred to in the upstairs. Apple Combi. It's just another way of saying it. That's what Moose would call it. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Apple Combi. Yeah. Do Moose a, has Facebook? For sure, man. Definitely. Do you, do you ever follow? Yeah. You ever keep touch with? Nah, Moose? I should though. I should right. though. There are some rad people over there at Apple Combi. Damn. What is it about, like, the weirdness of third shift workers? I've done it a few times. And, like, the people you meet on a third shift are, like, next level. I mean, generally it's, like, Hawaii. It's, like, end-of-the-road types. It's people that are, like, here for a reason, like skateboarding, for instance. But a lot of them are, like, convicted murderers and shit. Maybe not at Abercrombie. Oh, uh, yeah. No, well, suppose, I mean, I don't want to blow I don't know. Supposedly the most dude had served time yeah. upstate. And yeah. he would, like, he would I remember be looking at you with them prison eyes My friend, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted some Kato. <laughs> Probably wanted Frank House because he looks like me. <laughs> we, uh, uh, I remember my friend, my friend Matt's dad used to work at this uh, leather company called Eagle Ottawa in Grand Haven, uh, where I'm like near where I'm from in Michigan, and uh, they used to have like different levels, and the levels were count up as the deeper you went down. So like they had, like level three was like the very deepest part, and that was basically where they would like pull the fresh cow skin off the cow so there'll still be like blood and stuff on it yeah. and like condition it to get it like ready to be used for like other applications but from what his dad told me shouts out to wayne that's his dad's name and maybe i'm just totally exaggerating this but a little bit i remember him saying there's like murderers working down there because you basically can't wash that smell off like you're surrounded by toxic chemicals and like flesh all day long for like oh. whatever hours 
they basically i don't think they the the building is completely raised now i think it's like a fucking gross waste site and it still smells like that i'm though. sure it probably does dude but i wonder like the guys that work there I remember him just feeling like, oh yeah there's murderers working here it's like what else could you do have you ever murdered anyone yes you're hired <laughs> Go to level three. (laughs) (laughs) Proceed to level three. Are you comfortable around flesh that's been recently torn from animal carcass? Oh, have you ever seen the the cattle yards in uh, Cincinnati? No. In Brighton, in the hood, right in over the Rhine, in Brighton. What? Yeah, there's a whole... Over the Rhine? Over the Rhine on Brighton, Rand Barnacle and Ali, Ali Kalis. They they, they used to live right near there where uh, the Mockbee is. Mm-hmm. Is this little alley right there? And uh, like Rand used to tell me, you know, Rand Barnaclo? Yeah, yeah, he used yeah. to tell me, He used to hear mooing at like three or four in the morning. And then uh, you'd see the sludge come out of these pipes. And basically, all the cattle are brought in by the rail yards. And then in the middle of the night, they're slaughtered there. This took oh. a dark turn. And so they do it there, too. It's pretty weird. Those are all cattle yards. Like they, they used to be even bigger. That's pretty weird. Wait, where is it? What's right street? in Brighton. It, do you know where Brighton is in Over the Rhine? Like the west side kind west of? West side of Over, Over the, the Rhine. Rhine. Yeah, yeah, like um, uh, where you go, is it up Sycamore? So you go up Sycamore. No, not Sycamore. No, you go up. Fuck, it's yeah. like Central. Nah, all right. I know where you're talking yeah, about. It's like yeah, the, I it's, can it's see that. Brighton. It's mega industrial. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's uh, that bar the yeah. rink's in that, that, that like opened a few years. It's still there, but uh, it's right underneath. The, you've been to the Able Project place where the ranch yeah, are at? It's right yeah. under there. Damn. We just lost a bunch of people. They're like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> We're just talking about killing cattle and dogs that need to be put down. <laughs> Jesus. And the smell of it. And the smell. Oh, it's so brutal. Have you ever found a dead body before? No, but uh, you know what it made me think of? One time I had a uh, ninth grade science class. I had to sit next to this girl that wore like a ton of like, you know, like high school, like girl perfume, you know, kind of fruity or whatever. And I had to dissect a frog sitting next to her, and it smelled like formaldehyde. Formaldehyde and her formaldehyde perfume. and that perfume. So now, whenever I still like catch you're, a whiff of it, you turn around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it does it for <laughs> you. Yeah, it really does it for Is me. Is that what you tell your girlfriends? I you like put a little drop of formaldehyde <laughs> on. <laughs> you can't get aroused unless there's formaldehyde in there. <laughs> Is that the whole thing? That's the whole thing. Yeah, Did that's when it? I realized. That's when I developed that one. Um, no, but right. it really bummed me out. It was it just, right the opposite. <laughs> How many things did you dissect when you were in high school or in younger school? That's it. You dissect a bunch of things? I had to go to, I had a class You probably went to a better school, maybe. Yeah, I went to a pretty good public school. Yeah. That's pretty decent. I was mine, a, mine was whatever. I think pretty. I graduated like 150 out of 158. I was like the eighth worst person. <laughs> I was so mad. Nice. We used to play games who could turn, uh, the, put the least amount of information on, on tests and turn it in. Uh-huh. I, like, like, it was like, <laughs> I like that. I remember my friend, <laughs> he did it once and just wrote his name in <laughs> there. It was bad. Uh, it was a really so he fun won. Place. Oh, he totally won. He still wins. So that was the best <laughs> one ever. The Luke won that one. It was a good one. What was, what was your school system like growing up? Because Cincinnati, there's good ones and there's bad ones. I mean, I, I don't know. I went to like, it, it, I guess it was kind of out there, just regular suburban school. But then I went to vocational school for the last two years. Oh, trade school? What, yeah, what was the trade, trade you learned? Uh, it would now be called graphic arts, but back then it was called commercial art. Jesus. So, so it was like it's uh, kind of cool though. Yeah, I guess so. Did you just like what paint shit? Kind of. Well, it was right before like it was it, it was right before it all switched like every graphic design you would do now is pretty much going to be done on a computer. Yeah. So everything we learned was just out of date and didn't matter at was, all. Like yeah. if you were going to get hired <laughs> at an like I just learned 
like a, a an ancient or not ancient but like an old out of date job for in, two years and did, did absolutely <laughs> did absolutely none, none of it is relevant and it was like just at the right time you know for to make that whole thing not relevant in my mind i picture your instructor was just some like old graphics guy that like smoked cigs and was a vietnam vet oh, still geez. have flashbacks Damn. Oh, you do it in class? That's why you look no, at the time? I, I heard he did. I heard he had had one in, in class before, but not wow. the year I went. What did you, uh, did you learn anything? You, like, is that, so you're in charge of the politic graphics of the samurai board series? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and I did it old style. <laughs> you told the guys of politic, like, I'm doing this old school. This is I had going like up. the three layers of acetate and I cut out each color around the outline. <laughs> buy one of Dave Cato's pro models from politics skateboards <laughs> at your local skate shop. What well, are you going to do for, uh, so vocational school, if you, uh, if you would have gone to college, what would you have studied, do you think? What were you interested in? Oh, Christ. Christ, you went first. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you would have the uh, theological study. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> he who is him. <laughs> That's how I ended up studying Christ. They were like, what do you want to go to college for? I was like, Christ. And the next thing you know, I'm fucking. You're <laughs> You're in a Bible school. Becoming a goddamn theologian. <laughs> I could see you uh, as a pastor. You'd be like the cool youth pastor with like a really good kickflip. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it. It's not too late. Yeah. I feel Maybe like I'll do that and get like kids to organize cool Christian rock bands. Oh, like uh, what would be the name of a Christian rock band? groups and stuff. Man, you could probably have a good rock group. Christian rock group. What would yeah. it be called? Yeah. I don't know. Man. Jesus is dick. <laughs> <laughs> I would click that on iTunes. For dick's sakes, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Christ Almighty's tidy whities I would buy that. I think I'd download that on iTunes. That would work, right? Some people might be offended by it, but should we try this? Uh, get it. Should we try this challenge that, we were, that, I, that I told you before we came in? So uh, people have been telling me, and I don't really listen to people a lot, but it's a good idea. They're saying we should have a game on the podcast, right? And I was like, who's the best way to start a game with my good friend Dave Cato? So we're going to do a game on the podcast. But I didn't know what game I wanted to do. I was thinking board games, but that takes too long. Are there any games that you like to play? Uh, I like to play games for super smart people. Uh, <laughs> well, this like... Like these Mensa games, I play them all the time because I'm super well, fucking smart. Well, you're in luck because that's what the game was. We, yes. Uh, we download, uh, downloaded some Mensa, and for people that know what Mensa is, Dave, Dave knew what this was. So I asked him not to, not to uh, uh, discredit your, uh, your intellect, but I was like, do you know what Mensa is? And you're like, do you mean Mensa? Is you it Mensa or is it Mensa? Know. You corrected me like you knew. So uh, we'll break it down for the people. What is it while I try to find this? I gotta find the game. What's uh, I, I'm, I'm not one to break it down. What it is exactly? <laughs> it's smart people. It's yeah, for it's smart, people. smart people. It's, yeah, they get together and they, you know, do some smart people. So things. we're trying Go to find out. men's of puzzles for children that we can maybe be able to solve. Fuck, where is it, man? I need to be able to get up like someone that can do this shit for me. <laughs> <laughs> can't even find the website. Fuck, I can't. Damn it, I had it right now, but I was. Uh, tell tell us a story why I find this. Talk about something. Talk about God's dick or whatever the name of your band is. Let <laughs> <laughs> me find this. Save this podcast right now. Mensa. I've been searching so much. I've got like Mensa puzzles for toddlers. Got it. Right here. You got the game. Okay, here we go. Um, brain food is a section in the Mensa website. It's called. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay, it's, it's coming up right now. Brain is hungry. So these are going to be uh, like 
stories basically and you have to solve them with best guess there's no right answer there's only a most complete version and there's no multiple choice you have to come up with it okay does that make any is sense is this a eugenics test <laughs> if, I fail, if we fail are we not going to be allowed to procreate oh, fuck, dude. we're getting sterilized if you i don't know if we should play this man they're fucking it's just you just saw that snowden stuff they're paying attention to this man they come in here they're getting sterilized they're gonna see us oh, first it took me five minutes to find the site see already we're and, fucked and man. this is the research that i did okay so there's a bunch of different scenarios here i'm gonna read you one and from this, okay, I'm going to give you, wait, I'll read one and then I'll do an example of what the solution is, okay, just to break it down. So here I go. I'm already not paying attention. <laughs> Damn it, I tried and then this tension span Dude, went out like, of there. Fuck, <laughs> it's, like, it's like vocational school. Okay, here you go. <laughs> number two. Uh, so this is the thing number two. In the middle of the ocean is a yacht. Several corpses are floating in the water nearby. And that's it, okay? So our job is to find out what happened. I'll tell Titanic. You, <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> Paint me like your French girls, Jack. <laughs> that scene. So I like the fact that they put like a bigger girl and she got naked in that movie. I was hyped on that. What, what? are your thoughts on that? I'm Kate Winslet. She was big. Yeah, ish. She ain't big, man. Come <laughs> on. Dude. Not for Dave Cato. Nothing. Dude. You think she walked out in her basketball shorts out of the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Inside jokes are yeah. tight. All right, so here's the here's the the solution. Okay, all right. A group of people were on an ocean voyage in a yacht. Hmm? You got that part right. One day they decided to go swimming. They put on their swimsuits and dove off the side. They discovered belatedly that they had forgotten to put a ladder down the side of the yacht and were unable to climb back in, so they drowned. You're supposed to. Uh deduce all of that it's like a, there could, couldn't there be a lot of different scenarios for why there's another alternate solution then? there's there's two solutions it says alternate the same situation but they set out a ladder that was just barely long enough when they dove in the, these fucking men's people aren't even that smart they just have the willingness to be cocky enough to be like no don't even give us one fine does it answer. count for like being like you you really want to think about this that much I know. Like that's what you want to waste. Is that count for intelligence? All? Like that's what the fuck you're thinking this about. This is the shit God stoners do that annoys me. Why I don't smoke weed? Because it's like I don't fucking care. Yeah. we'll try one more and say we did it. All, all right, right, let me just find. But we'll try to do it ourselves. Okay, let me find one. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, this is one's right up your alley. Okay, a man walks into a bar and asks for a drink. The bartender pulls out a gun and points it at him. The man says thank you and walks out. Okay. I'm the guy. Uh, he he was an alcoholic, and uh, but he still has troubles with drinking. So yeah. he, he told the bartender, "If I ever come in here again and order a drink, then fucking point your gun at me and tell me to get the fuck out." But who and is so he did, and he says, "Thank you." But who the fuck is this rich enough bartender where he can turn down business? Because the the sole income for most bars is people that are just gonna drink themselves to death. The balls on this fucking guy. Yeah. Does his boss know? Probably not. He'd be fired. Yeah, he'd be fired too. Maybe he owns it. Maybe he's like a throwback alcoholic himself, and he recognizes himself in another person. Ah, uh, yeah. He's in. He's I think in, that's a. Pretty, they're in the same. That's AA a pretty group. good theory. Okay, ready for the the solution? Okay, yeah. The man has hiccups. The bartender scares him away by pulling a gun. This isn't even a fucking game. The man game. has. I think my scenario is better than the man. Better. Has this isn't even a fucking. Fuck makes these fuck up, man. Men's, uh, man, tweet us on, at this is Maxwell because this shit's whack. Send us some real shit. We're doing one more. This is bullshit. 
I can't the believe man this. has hiccups. That's like the corniest think, joke ever. Is there not an alternate one? Mine. No, there's only not, one for that. My, we we should amend it. Way better. Yeah, that. It That's like sense. way more likely than the fucking the dude has hiccups. It made sense to me. I was like, oh fuck, Kato the knows this guy. They thought about this one. Like, thinking they thought they were clever. Just like, God damn. No, he has hiccups. <laughs> he has hiccups. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably just a failed comedian, which I'll probably meet in a mic later. That just trying to make a fake Mensa site, but apparently it's linked on there. I don't know. Okay, we're gonna do one more, one more, and then we'll be done with this game shit. And this is an awful idea, but I'm gonna find better ones. Okay, here we go. A man goes into a restaurant, orders albatross, eats one bite, and kills himself. What's what's? What do you think? Let me, read, let me read it again. A man goes into a restaurant, a restaurant eats one bite of albatross, and kills, kills himself. Him. Oh, I bet. I know. You got, you I got, got this one? I got it. Right. Okay, so he walked in there, and he was he was in a fight with his girlfriend, right? And his okay. girlfriend's from Williamsburg, Brooklyn, okay? Okay. And uh, he's like, man, fuck this bitch. I'm done with her. I'm so sick of her vegan ways. Like, I'm so sick of it. And then he went to take a bite, and then she texts him, baby, I love you. Come back. And he's like, oh, no. And then he's whipped. He didn't know what to do. He couldn't. He could not. Fuck yeah. Her. Yeah, he couldn't go back and lie to her. Wait, did he kill himself in this one or no? Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, remember. he walked out and killed himself. Oh, after he should. Taking he one should. bite. Because who orders albatross? Isn't that an endangered bird? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I think it's like a meat. What, what's your idea? What do you think happened? Fuck, I, I'm trying. I'm trying now. Like my now, I don't trust my you know little <laughs> scenario that I would come up with. You don't trust the scenario? Yeah, I don't trust. So now I'm trying to think. Go with your I'm gut, trying Kato. to think more Mensa-ish. Oh yeah. You know, but my gut would tell me. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know why the fucker would kill himself. This this one isn't coming to me. Why Maybe it had gluten in it. And he was just like, oh, no, versus the gluten take me out. I want to go out on my own. Like when people get like cancer and they want to just kill themselves, same thing with gluten. They're just like, I'm not letting this define me. He <laughs> 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 just shot himself I, in the I, face. I, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. I don't know. Let's see. What, what is right. the. Uh... Here's what it is. Okay. <coughs> Jesus, the fucking solution's longer than the. Okay. The man, his wife, and a second man were in a ship that was wrecked on a desert island. The man's wife died in the wreck. When there was no food left, the second man brought what he said was an albatross, but was really part of his dead wife. Whoa. Later, they were rescued, and at some point, the first man decides to order albatross at a restaurant. Tastes nothing like what he was told to albatross on the island, which makes him realize he really ate his wife. <laughs> Unable to cope with the realization, he kills himself. See? Now that makes me think about this. Is That's pretty fucking cool. How is this for kids? <laughs> No, this is not for kids. It says it was. Google Mensa for for kids. That's kind of dope. Oh, man. Would you eat your wife? I mean, he didn't know. He didn't know. I know. That he was eating his wife. Does that make it okay? He thought it was albatross. Ignorance is bliss. Like, you'll put your dick through the glory hole and don't don't care. I mean, if if you were starving... And somebody told you the shit was albatross, you would eat it too. Wait, are you wait, so starving because of the glory hole, or are we talking about albatross? What, what, what shit, both of them, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're hungry and you're a glory hole. <laughs> would you feed yourself? Would you? Could you do that? Could you eat human? No, not. Why the fuck would I eat? If human? you're starving if on a mountain, you couldn't. You couldn't eat it. If I'm starving on a mountain, I, I could eat. I the guess. Shit out of well, if it's like, and you didn't even do the killing. No. You're just fucking eating. You're just eating it. I could do the killing. <laughs> you would do the killing, too? Damn, you worked on the third level, huh? <laughs> I'd be like, Kato, you rolled You her. are Wayne. <laughs> like, Kato, you rolled her ankle. Lean back. I got to put you out of your misery. <laughs> 
But we're just in Harlem. <laughs> you can just go. <laughs> we can well, take the train back. Yeah, we're fun. There's no. a deli right there. <laughs> we're in Inwood. We're not making it <laughs> you back. You can get a $3 Cuban <laughs> sandwich at the bar right oh, there. And we can go to Mombi Lounge. Yeah, Mombi Lounge. Yeah, oh, dude, let's tell the folks fun. about Mombi Lounge while we wrap up here. Uh, Mombi Lounge was this place. So Kate and I go on skate expeditions in the New York City greater area where we basically take a train to a far outlying area and then try to skate back. And we stop to see local bars and culture along the way. Lots of times more local bars and culture than uh, skateboarding mm-hmm. go down. Yeah. I'm not held to a high ca- – my name's not on the board. I, <laughs> I, can, I don't have to do anything. I can just bomb it. Whatever. I can be it happy. works out. Don't judge me. Yeah. You're still <laughs> pissing me about killing you. All right? <laughs> but we found this place called Mombi Lounge in Washington Heights, which is a part of Harlem. And uh, wh- who was that just gem of a man we met there besides Dominican Gen- uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Besides her. Who, Moppy? Tell the people the, about the man. Moppy. <laughs> Oh, well, this place is weird. It's just like, it's, it just looks like a regular bodega, like a regular corner store. You walk in, it's just a big deli counter. Then you, you go back, you cut left, you go back. There's just a weird little bar in the corner. And it's like actually kind of popping. It's popping hard. And we're yeah. the only people that speak English there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And, but beers were 263. And yeah, they, they were. They, and then they stuffed the napkin in there yeah. every single time, even though you're like. It, and you'd order Presidentes four at a time because that's when they came up from the basement that way. <laughs> and then Moppy, the guy that was cleaning up, he's just mopping up around the bar. <laughs> but if there were beers that had a little bit left over in it, he would also just guzzle them down <laughs> while mopping up. That was Big his gig. Big to Moppy on yeah. 175th. Doing a hell of a job. <laughs> he was doing, doing a great, great job. Yeah. And he would look at uh, uh, Dominican and uh, Jennifer Lawrence's ass. And then he would look at me and us, and then he would uh, like cross himself, <laughs> like the crucify, whatever the Catholics call, whatever Jesus Dick does on the road. That's yeah, what he would do. Yeah, That's yeah. Moppy. The music was slamming, and then uh, you until and I tried to DJ, then that didn't go. Yeah, over, well, because so, they have uh, a touch tunes unit, which no one there had probably ever used. But yeah. Cato had to usurp their standard quality of music. And uh, or I should say, uh, what's the word for it? Their normal ways of doing things. Yeah. And you and you yeah. went on on the cloud and 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 hacked into the touch tunes jukebox. And what happened? I, I just I I panicked. I didn't know what to play. I don't know any. I don't know any Spanish cuts. I didn't know any good cuts to play. You were just yelling across the bar. What's what are those deep cuts? <laughs> <laughs> Show me those deep cuts. And then you played the same No Siempre song twice. Oh, yo no say manana. Yo no that is manana. My, that is a good ass Damn, cat. We you should, know that song, dude. Now you should. I now you know it from twice in a row. And you emptied out the whole part of the bar, not all. The that's water. the laundromat song. Like when it came out, that's the song you'd always hear in laundromats in I New think York. At the end of this episode, we're gonna have to link to Yo no siempre manana. Yo, yo no say manana. Yo no say manana. I don't know tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Some of that Spanish and my good public school paid off. <laughs> Did you ever take foreign language? Yeah, it took Spanish. How is it? You know some, some. I don't know anything. I was in like eighth grade and a real rebel. Decided real not to pay. Fuck yeah, no. I, uh, yeah. Did you ever have you a know? mullet? Yeah, yeah. Tried, but I got curly hair, so. And I don't know. My older brother, he's half Mexican. He had a fuck. He had perfect hair for a really nice mullet. Was but, always jealous of that. Man. He had good hair for a mullet. Good hair for the Tony Hawk McSqueeb. <laughs> I just had an afro. I couldn't have. I guess really I could have had a nice curly mullet, but I, I don't think that was as popular back then. You know, this I was had, like when the straight mullet was what was up. 
I had the hardest McSqueeb Tony Hawk ever. I can show Damn, you a photo. You would of it. definitely have, yeah. Dude, you I had a pink helmet. Tony Hawks, yeah. Like full on, like left eye covered up. I had SK8 carved in the back of my head when I was really little. Damn. Like in my hair, that shit was really bad. That's nice. It was awful. It was so I, would, I would have been jealous as Dude, fuck back then. How long, like, well, your hair is curly. So when you're a kid, did you have a fro too? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I never had a fro. No, I just have receding hair. This is bullshit. You have a good head. You don't have, you don't got receding, dude. Shit. Are you wearing hats all the time shit. or something? What are you going to do? Bald? It goes north. Or are you just going to? It gonna... goes north, see? Oh, I guess so. Fuck you. You're not supposed to say it like that. It's not bad. <laughs> I just pulled my beanie back, you prick. Dude, whatever. You can just go bald. That shit looks good, too. Damn, looking like fucking Gary Collins up in this. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> Gary pulls it off, though, because he's, like, gnarly looking. Like, he's, like... You don't think you're tough enough for the bald No, head? I'm not Gary Collins tough. Have... Fuck no. I look like a fucking... You could be kind of... I look, a like, sensitive, I look like, like an accountant that's albino. You might look like a smart bald guy. Like fucking Picard. There's a cat, you know. Damn. Captain Picard. You'd be Who? like, have the smart bald guy, like Malkovich. You'd be like John Malkovich. Everybody wants to look like Captain Picard. No. Why? He's bad as fuck, Because he flies a fake starship. I just... Tell some jokes once in a while. This is bullshit. This is not a fair thing. No, no. I like the Gary con- uh, comparison better. Um, wait, we got to do some other shit before we wrap up here. We did our games. What else do we have to talk about? There's something else I wanted to ask. I can't remember what it was. What, uh, are you filming for anything right now? Because the last uh, video that came out was Division Politic, done by John Blunty. Past guest on here. And then are you just in the chill mode right now? I, I guess. I'm still trying to film something, but I don't know what for exactly. Because Blunty's talking about doing something else, isn't he? Well, he's always doing something else. Yeah, he might start doing a little, like, more of the, like, more of, like, a web series edit, you know, Damn, like how everybody sick. does now, like, yeah. more of, you know, Con- nobody, skaters don't have a video attention span anymore, Yeah, myself included. I know. What are your thoughts on that versus going back to, like, hard copies or, like, waiting? Like, how long did the politics video take? Uh, like, a year and a half or something like that, I guess. And then That's super long. So what's that version compared to like the year and a half of doing that versus doing constant web series? Like what are your thoughts? Is it just different and just kind of roll with the punches? Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's kind of cooler in some ways, yeah. you know, because it doesn't make it like so fucking contrived for, you know, like, oh, I'm going to film this and I'm going to go here and I'm going to do this and taking all that time to like make a part. It's more just like you go out and skate and film what happens. Like I kind of like that approach to it. And there's like a higher turnover rate too of stuff because like, well, how, what's the oldest clip you were sitting on for the politic video? A year and a half old? Yeah, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I didn't really have anything. Uh, and you had last part in that video too. Are you still dating that girl? <laughs> what? That girl? Are you still dating that girl that was at the premiere? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you brought your girl to the premiere and you, you thought you didn't have to work the next day, but then you didn't. No, you thought Wait. you had to work. So you didn't party that night. Oh, it, well, yeah, well. Right when the last part happened, I saw you got a kiss from your girl. I was like, eh, we're all, we're giving you shit. <laughs> Fucking Barney bringing girls to escape from here. What are you, 14? <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> <laughs> Just until you get that Jesus dick money coming. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, what's your, uh, what's the name on Instagram? Kodowski. It's your boy, Kodowski. <laughs> C-A-D-D-O-W-S-K-I. Yeah. Never thought about putting the Y in there? Why? Well, you're good. <laughs> He's sharp. <laughs> All right, dude, that's going to wrap it up for us here today. Thanks for coming out, Dave. We appreciate you. Oh, it was and my pleasure. Thanks to the Tenor Trap for having us again. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Max, why are you-
I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work.